Shavua Tov, everybody, and welcome to Parashat Yitro. Albert Einstein once said, The pursuit of truth and beauty is a sphere of activity in which we are permitted to remain children all our lives. There's something about childhood that seems to be at the heart of everything that we seek as adults. It's almost as though we are trying always to go back to that stage, trying to return to its purity and to its simplicity. In fact, that seems to be a big part of the Gan Eden story. We humans are constantly looking to go back to the garden, to find that fountain of youth. And when we think of childhood, a few terms come to mind. We may think of naivete, or innocence, and even nostalgia. And if you've ever watched a, a baseball player hit a walk-off home run, you might have heard the announcer say something like, he's so happy he looks like a kid again. I think what really lies at the heart of being a kid is an unparalleled sense of wonder. In this week's parasha, we continue to read of another kind of wonder, the wonders of God. These past few parashiyot, we've seen miracle after miracle from the Almighty. From the ten plagues, to splitting the sea, to this week's parasha and the revelation at Har Sinai. Whenever I learn these stories with children, in fact, I almost always hear the same questions. Why don't we see miracles today? Why doesn't Hashem split the sea tomorrow and show everybody His glory? Well, for years, I never really knew how to respond to these questions. But as I grew older, I began to understand certain things about life that only come from living through it for a while. B'nai Israel leaving Egypt were, in a sense, in the infancy stage of their nationhood. We were completely dependent upon God. We had no ability to navigate the world on our own. God led us out of a polytheistic worldview, held our hand tight, and brought us into the wilderness, into a land barren of fruits as it was of ideas, perfect for a people that needed a clean slate and a new beginning. God took the Israelites out of Egypt. But in the words of Rabbi Sachs, it was going to be a lot more difficult to take Egypt out of Bnei Israel. We were still slaves to a primitive way of thinking, and it would be many years before we could survive on our own. But eventually, after 40 years in the desert, when the well dried up, and the cloud of glory disappeared, and the man no longer fell from heaven, we were ready to enter the promised land on our very own. We were all grown up, and this was God's plan for us from the very beginning. And then, the challenge became a completely different one. Now, in our national adolescence, if you will, instead of relying on God's constant open miracles, we would be challenged to achieve mighty goals on our very own, while still maintaining a connection to Him. I think through all of this, the Torah is trying to provide a model, not only of national growth for B'nai Israel, but of personal growth as well, for each and every one of us. Just like we as a nation needed to grow out of our total dependence on God, We as individuals must become independent and capable of surviving on our own. So why doesn't God perform open miracles for us on a dime? Well, the short answer is, that's not good parenting. Good parenting is not swooping in and fixing the situation. Good parenting, rather, is empowering one's children to go out into the world and accomplish great things. And that's what Hashem demands of us. And he says in our parasha to be a mamlechet koanim vegoi kadosh. That's what he wants from us. 
God is not interested in humanity remaining as children for all of existence. He wants us to be that kingdom of priests and that holy nation. He wants us to take the reins of existence and to drive his world towards his moral values. But here's the thing. Lest we forget the one who got us to this stage in the first place or risk losing everything that we've built. Just like we must keep an eye on our goals, we must always remember the journey that brought us to where we are today. As Yirmiyahu says, Zacharti lach chesed He says, God is saying, I remember your days of youth, the days where you were a bridegroom and I was the groom. When you followed me into the wilderness, into a land not sown, like a bride follows a groom. I recently had the privilege of listening to another audiobook from Mitch Album, the author of Tuesdays with Maury that we mentioned a few weeks ago. His most recent book, Finding Chica, is about the story of a little girl from Haiti who was diagnosed with terminal brain cancer. Mitch had been running an orphanage where she lived since the earthquake, and he felt he had no choice but to adopt this child as his very own to provide her with as much medical care as he could during what little time she had left. And of all the lessons that Mitch learns from this little girl over a year and a half of caring for her, the one that really stands out is the sense of wonder that she reignited in his soul. He writes as follows, Children wonder at the world. Parents wonder at their children's wonder. And in so doing, we are all together young. So just like there are so many things that we can learn from children and from our own childhood, there are many lessons to be learned from the wondrous stories of our national youth as well. And as Albert Einstein once said as well, the most beautiful experience we can have is the mysterious. It is the fundamental emotion that stands at the cradle of true art and true science. It is this emotion that constitutes true religiosity. The spirit of childhood blesses us with a sense of wonder. Wonder at the world. Wonder at the beauty of existence. And that sense of wonder leads us to the mysterious. And God, it seems, is found at the heart of that mystery. Thank you very much and Shavua Tov.